gentlemen, welcome to the 2018 Year in Review show. I am Sean Taylor. With me today is me, Mark. Hey, everybody. I got the tux dusted off and back on again for our <laughs> year-end award show. Looking back, Mark, um, 2018, Year in Movies, overall thoughts. Well, before we get to that, if I could, and I want to get this out of the way now. Okay. Um uh, we just recently, uh, if we do a 2019 review, we'll we'll uh, mourn the passing of uh, kind of my namesake, Mean Gene Okerlund. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I use the moniker Mean Mark. Uh, it was completely after him, um, you know, because uh, he was such a nice guy on the mic, but he called himself Mean Gene. And that always played for me when I was a kid watching wrestling and having him interview all the all the big stars there. So. I just want to take a moment, and uh, if anything, I'm going to keep using the name, you know, to honor him, and, uh, uh, you know, if nothing else. Okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to acknowledge that, you know, because I call myself Mean Mark, so. Yeah, it was sad to see him go. Um, Absolutely. But uh, we do have a big show here, so let's get going. Um, Overall, the year 2018, what'd you think? Uh, Well, a little bit spoiled, I think, once I was looking back at the... uh, at the list of, of movies that we had seen, uh, you know, and then even looking at some of the ones that we that, you know, I didn't even get a chance to see. I think 2018 was a was a good year for movies. It's uh, uh, I mean, one of my favorites, uh, one of my favorites, the culmination of a 10 year experiment through Marvel and Disney. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that uh, we saw in 2018. And, uh, you know, so and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Okay. So I, I thought it was a great year in movies. How about how? Yeah. Uh, for for highlights like that, there were low lights, and we'll get to those. Oh, but yeah. oh, the was. highlights the highlights were really high. Uh, how about you? I I'm not that way. Um, just going over the list of movies that I saw this year, I kind of looked over and went, "This this year wasn't great." I don't know. Maybe there wasn't there wasn't a big movie for me this year. No. So out of the 37 movies that I saw this year, um, yeah, not a lot of them stuck out. These these awards were tough to pick. Some of them. Um, yeah, ad- admittedly, yes. Um, and for me, it was because not a lot, not nothing really stood out. And I guess maybe, you know, I've differing differing opinions on on some of them, but um, sure, but. You know, yeah. The one thing is, everyone keeps calling Infinity War the big culmination of this 10-year experiment. It's not done yet. I know, and that's kind of part of what's awesome about it. Well, then that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> we haven't seen the culmination yet, so that I don't have that kind of that, that bigness around that movie in my head, so... Right, I see what you're saying. You'll have that, and Endgame is kind of like there's the culmination, right? So, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, if you've never joined us before on these year-end shows, what we do is we go through and uh, just pick out our our favorites uh, in various categories. Um, keep in mind, we don't see every movie. Like I said, I only seen 37 of them. Um, do you have a count of how many you've seen? Uh, I didn't do an official count, no, uh, but it's just a couple more than what we have on film studies uh, on, on the website at CanadianMovieCrew.com. Um, 
I can, I can't, I, I had a hard time. Th- I had to go through some movie releases of 2018 to kind of remember, like, okay, what were those ones that, uh, like Peppermint, we didn't actually review, but I saw, right. you know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's one that I can, I can actually name. Um, but other than that, I, you know, basically stuck to our release schedule for, uh, but for me though, you know, part of going to the movies sometimes involves going back to the movies. Yes. Yeah. And I, I went so, back today actually. So, but we'll get to that later. Um, so keep in mind, these are just ours, just based on the ones that we've seen. Now, the one thing is that we have to have seen the movie, obviously. Yep. Uh, and it has to have been released uh, in theaters or on streaming in 2018. If uh, Star Trek Nemesis just hit your brother's feed that he now starts to provide, then that doesn't count. I'm yeah. sorry. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, let's start off with, uh, well, let's start off with some of the lower ones here. Uh, favorite drama movie? Mark, what do you think? Uh, well, sadly enough, looking back at uh, my year in review, I only really saw one that I think could qualify as a drama, but it was really good, and that was The Post. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I looked at this one. Uh, it was like kind of pure drama. There was no... Well, there's drama in a lot of other movies, you know, ever, pause for dramatic effect, dramatic tension, sure. etc. This one really set itself out to be a drama about a real event, you know, a real point in time in American history. And so for that reason, I think for this, I I tried to go a little more purist, like uh, in terms of like just a movie that's set out to be a drama, not like an action thriller, drama, comedy, drama, whatever. Right. Yeah. How about you? Uh, My favorite drama was Annihilation. Uh, the Nat- ah, okay. the Natalie Portman movie that came out earlier this year, um, kind of a weird ending, but it was a lot of fun to watch and kind of towed the line of a horror movie, but it really just was, it was more of a drama too. But um, it was one of those movies that had all female cast almost exclusively. Um, yeah, all, yeah, every, all the females, and then Oscar Isaac's. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a really, really interesting movie. And so that one, the post to me, eh, I, I mean, great pick for you, but for me, nah. Okay. Fair enough. I should put that 38 movies I've seen this year. <laughs> so I totally forgot about the post. Um, yeah. Uh, favorite. Uh, I, sorry, I was going to say for some of these, I have runners up. I hope you don't mind. Okay. Do you have a runners up for this one? Or? I, uh, well, no, because you no. only had the one. So, no, but yeah. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. <laughs> so, but let's move on. But okay. I do want to say that I'm going to make, mention some runners up if that's okay. That's fine. Uh, let's go to uh, favorite stunt team. This is when we added a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, to give them their due. Um, okay. Uh, I wonder if you, we have the same one on this, on this one. one. Oh, you want me to go? I uh, have uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yes, we do. Because I mean, it's Mission Impossible. I mean, and and to and 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 a big part of this for me was the fight in the bathroom. Oh my god! Yeah, that was one of my favorite fight scenes of the year. Oh yeah, this is one of the best fights I've ever seen in a movie. Period. And it's all the real actors. And it's Henry. It's, yeah, it's Henry Cavill. It's uh, Tom Cruise, and it's the Asian guy that I can't remember who it is, but I won't look him up. But. <laughs> Apologies. You know who you are. <laughs> Apologies. Um, but yeah, this one was just really, really good. Um, and of course, it's I like Mission the term, Impossible too. So. I like the term visceral when I describe that. 
Yes. Like the, I think there was a, a visceral nature to it, which, uh, and again, pulling it off with just the real actors. So I'm just going to throw my two cents in. Um, really, really pulled that out. And, and I mean, the stunt team, when your stunt team is basically, you know, surrounding your main actor and when it's Tom Cruise, I mean, he's just such a consummate professional and so willing. Like I, I would swear he had a death wish, except he's Tom fucking Cruise. So he can't, Yeah. there's no way he's got a death wish. He is just that much of a consummate professional and a workhorse and a let, no, let's get all the good shots. He put himself in a helicopter that starts tumbling down a fucking hill. Like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, it, like the bathroom fight alone could win that, that award for me, but it doesn't even stop there. There's the, the, uh, the motorcycle chase when he's going the wrong way on the roundabout. Uh, there's just the whole when they're not talking it's this team and they're doing amazing stuff yeah i agree and the one thing i really like about it is uh not a lot of cgi to help them out no and yeah it's a lot of very like see the cgi i think came in to kind of dust off and and uh, get rid of some cabling here and there yes i agree you know safety harness here so and he, but he's been doing that for years now you know that's why they're able they're able to get shots that like i can't imagine that the rock really went up a giant skyscraper on the outside of it and was just flinging himself around. <laughs> I, yeah, I, no. I, you know what? I would believe it if he came out and said he did it, but because he didn't say that, something tells me they didn't go there, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, his social media would be like, hey, Tom Cruise ended up here at the top of the world. And, you know, <laughs> but yeah, uh, exactly. yeah. So um, my, my, my runner up though was uh, Peppermint. Okay. I didn't end up seeing yeah. that one, so. No, yeah, Peppermint was, uh, yeah, Jennifer Garner, and I, I, I'm sure they used a stunt woman for some of the stuff, but I did. They got a lot more close-up shots for her too. And while she's no stranger to action through her TV work and stuff, this was just a whole next level for her. And having the stunt team that did it, and and there was no reports that she, you know, broke a limb or got her face smashed in, even though they made it look that way. Uh, they did a really good job with Jennifer Garner and and the, all the other characters surrounding her that were in like like up close personal again a little more visceral as well with the fight scenes and everything like that and uh, you know and and her handling the gun stuff it was it was really a it was a more intimate okay. version of Mission Impossible because it's surrounding one character and you know the mom's trying to get revenge and stuff like that right like it's a right. revenge tale but it was it was very well done I thought okay. Uh, let's go to um, let's go to favorite character. Okay, for okay. me, my favorite character. <laughs> you laugh. Th- uh, this doesn't have to be. This has nothing to do with the actual movie itself. It's just the character itself. Uh, for me, Thanos. Okay. Yeah, uh, just the way they did it. He popped off the screen. He was. Uh, he was there with Robert Downey Jr. with Benedict Cumberbatch with you know. With the Chris's, like, you know what I mean? Like, he, there was a face-to-face shot with Chris Hemsworth and a basically a big purple CGI thing, but he's there. You know what I mean? Like, you feel it. Yeah. You know, yeah. So uh, Thanks a lot to Josh Brolin for, you know, providing a lot of the facial expressions that really help bring him alive and uh, just getting into the character. It, it, yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, um, thrilling to watch. Again, this, you know, part one of a culmination, we'll call it that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, of 10 years of, of movies and stuff. And it's surrounding a CGI character and it just worked. Um, 
for me it just worked and for that it made it like a standout for sure like there was so many to choose from i mean han solo is one of my favorite all-time characters mm-hmm. but i mean with thanos it just this year just took it to that next level my favorite character was from a movie that you may not i don't know if you've seen mark did you see upgrade oh no i didn't actually it's one of those ones that was on my list and never got to okay uh, well, my character is Stem from Upgrade. Uh, that's the uh, it's the movie about uh, the guy getting a cybernetic enhancement, and Stem is the sort of voice. It's the Venom of that movie, if, if that makes more sense. The Cortana. Yeah, the Cortana of that movie. Uh, it's um, I forgot who plays. It. I'm going to look him up here, but uh, that one was actually really the ending. Kind of was weird. Okay, movie. but I'm not looking at the end. I'm not looking at the movie itself. I'm looking at the actual character and Stem, at the character. That's right. Stem was uh, a great character to go along with the, with the actor uh, Logan Marshall Green. Man, this sounds like a movie I got to see. <clears throat> yeah, uh, the Stem played by cybernetic S- enhancement upgrades and AI and oh yeah, yeah sorry, go ahead. Lots of fighting. I yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen this one yet. This one's a really me good too. One. Uh, Simon Maiden uh, is the name of the actor. Does the voice for Stem? Um, not really much else. He's done not a lot. So, uh, but yeah, I, I I do I do really like that character. Um, it really worked well along with uh, Logan, uh, who played the guy in the, in, in the um, who who played the main guy. Uh, the movie itself not overly great, but watchable. Um, it is okay. So, it's one of those ones where it depends on where you fall on the ending. Um, so, well, that yeah, and that seems to be sort of twenty eighteen where it, it's this this thing now. It's like, oh, this came out. Yeah, I didn't hear good things about it. Okay, never mind. Yeah, no, it, um, it's, I had, it's not great, but it is uh, pretty good. So, okay. Well, I, I had a uh, conversation with somebody yesterday going through kind of twenty eighteen movies to look at to. To get if they're or, or watch if they're on streaming or whatever, right? And that basically that's basically how the conversation went. It's like, oh, have you seen this? Eh, I didn't hear any good things about it, so no. Yeah, you know that that kind of stuff. And uh, so word of mouth is really, I don't know, weighing heavily. I don't know. Okay, let's go to supporting. Uh, supporting actor or actress. Let's go with supporting actor first. Oh, let's go to supporting actress first, actually. Okay, um, for me. Um, sorry, you want to go first on this? I went first last time. Okay, uh, my favorite uh, supporting actress was Olivia Cook from Ready Player One. <clears throat> oh, um, again, wasn't too big on that movie itself, but I did think that she did a great job as Artemis. Yes, yeah, and I would agree with that. Yeah, she was she was impressive in that movie. If anything <clears throat> was impressive in that movie, it was her. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I don't really and, have much else to say about that, but it's, yeah, she was, she played it well. Uh, she was enjoyable. Um, and it's not really her fault that the movie tries to make her ugly, despite the fact that she's actually a very pretty girl. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, right. She was the one with the glasses then, right? Yes, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. No, no, you know what? She was good, actually. And, I'm kind of sorry I didn't remember how good she was when I was doing my my list last night. <laughs> uh, so for me, I didn't pick her. Uh, I picked uh, Zoe Saldana for Infinity War. 
Okay. Uh, Gamora, yeah, Gamora definitely not front and center, but the scenes that she was in were powerful. She had really the biggest, uh, one of the biggest emotional runs in that movie mm-hmm. um, because Thanos being her adopted father was, you know, that's what made it so like a personal quest for her yeah. to try and defeat him, right? She was conflicted, you know. <clears throat> and, uh, of course, the scene, one of her final scenes with Thanos, as I'll put it, uh was like again this idea of this big purple cgi thing but you felt her pain and her anguish and her fear and everything she was going through yeah because that's just how damn good zoe saldana is so (laughs) and she had like two or three really dramatic scenes um all of her scenes were yeah were dramatic she was either talking about going to kill thanos or she was confronting him directly so she had the like you know she wasn't as quippy as everybody else. No, and uh, like of the two, like because I just watched Infinity War again this afternoon. Oh, okay. Um, for sort of reasons, and sure, it was. Um, I noticed that she. I did notice her in this movie, and she was. She had three major scenes. She had the scene where you know Star Lord, if he if it comes to it, you need to kill me. Then you have the scene with her looking at Nebula where she gives up the location of the Soul Stone. Yeah. And then finally her final scene where she gets thrown off the uh, the ledge. And I, unfortunately, they ruined the first one <laughs> with <laughs> with Dave with Dave Batista and his, with the writing in that one. But okay, yeah. Um, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. We talked about that at length. Um, we absolutely, yeah, we actually did. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think that's a, I think that's a great choice. Um, what about your? I I had a I had a, a sorry a runner up for that was uh, and who was a big standout, not only um, standout actress but character uh, this year, uh, especially in comic book movies, and that was Letitia Wright as Shuri from Black Panther. Yes. Yeah, the younger sister who was just stealing every scene she was in um, and was fantastic. She was a little bit of the comedy, but but she was playing it just right that, you know, you believe the peril, but she's this is just how she deals with it. Yes. And uh, yeah, so just a, a great, a great because um, Chadwick Boseman is playing kind of a stoic Black Panther, obviously. He's the king. He's, you know, he's not he's not. Uh, He's not Ant Man, no, <laughs> so that's true. You know what I mean. So he's not cracking wise, but you know he gets a couple of one liners in there. But really, having uh, Letitia right there as the as the younger sister, she was fantastic. But yeah. again, for me, Zoe Saldana, just because they gave a really a lot of the emotional heavy lifting to her, as we just talked about, that's why she won out over Letitia Wright in my mind. Yep, I agree. I agree. Uh, favorite supporting actor uh, for me was uh, Michael B. Jordan, Black Panther. Okay. Yeah, Killmonger was awesome. He was my runner-up, by the way, for favorite villain. Okay. Um, was Killmonger. Yeah, he he kind of almost stole the show from Chadwick Boseman. He was so he was so good. And then, uh, admittedly, lending to that was seeing him in Creed. I know he was the main actor, so it doesn't count, but just showing the range. And I talked about this in my Creed mini-review, just how... He was such a different person. Just really, it makes him stand out. Like the, the Killmonger and and Adonis Creed are two different people, and you can't tell. And you can tell mm-hmm. 
even though it's the same guy playing them both. So I don't know. It, yeah, he just because he almost stole the show uh, as the the antagonist of Black Panther. I really liked him, um, and so he that's why he got my vote for best supporting actor. How about you? Oh, uh, I'm giving I'm giving due here. This is where I give due to a man who's deserved it for a long time coming now. Okay, and I'm giving my award to Max Martini from Fifty Shades Freed. What? He plays not John Cena, the bodyguard. <laughs> oh, that guy? Having to deal with those two in that role and those roles for three movies. <laughs> God damn it, I'm going to give him some due. You know what? I... <laughs> That's for you, Max. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I tell you what. I keep using the word consummate professional, and damn it, if you're not wrong <laughs> yeah. about that, he was like, like how he didn't break on that set. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. I love that. Out of that was the RKO of <laughs> uh, <laughs> of awards. It was out of nowhere. It was out of nowhere. <clears throat> uh, no. I think, I, and to be honest, his character never changed. No, nope, never you're right. wavered. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, he had to deal with those two <laughs> god awful fucking actors. Although Dakota Johnson grew on me, but um, uh, no, having. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. If if you're gonna hire a goon, that's what you're looking for in a goon. Oh I'll yeah, tell he's you that. a great goon. Yeah, he's yeah, he's like a a list goon, you know. And we've seen a lot of goons. Oh, we've seen <laughs> we've seen lots of goonage. Over the years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to favorite comedy movie. Ah, this one was tough. This one was tough. I had two that really made me laugh a lot uh, this year. Um, <clears throat> I'll start with my runner-up, and that was Tag. Okay. Yeah, I love that movie. It's just the the combination of, of turning this kid's game into essentially a pseudo-action movie for certain scenes. Okay got me every time like it didn't get old they didn't do it so much that it that it got overused and it still left me thinking they didn't do it enough and i loved it so for me big time runner up uh uh, as one of my favorites of the year actually and my favorite though uh sorry i gotta give it to deadpool 2 okay uh i laughed so hard and they got the juggernaut juggernaut right so i mean (laughs) and they got cable and they got you know like it's uh yeah i just uh, you know uh, you brought me an awesome colossus versus juggernaut fight and you made me laugh you win you win okay uh mine was tag yeah i I I, thoroughly enjoyed that movie Uh, i liked how it was written i liked the guys that did it um i liked the uh the overall the, the, the tone of it um, the little uh, surprises in and out. I love the characterizations between all of the guys, um, and I especially loved the little bit at the end where they showed uh, actual footage from the actual people who do the game that the movie's based on. Um, oh, I love that! And I just thought this was a really, really fun movie. And yeah, so that one was actually that one was actually pretty easy for me. So yeah, you know what, kind of. I'm sure if I went digging, I would find quite a few comedy titles. Like I know, um, oh, there was the I Feel Pretty, 
uh, uh, Night School from Kevin Hart and stuff like that. But I don't know. No, nothing really grabbed me and, and, like to even see some of these. Yeah. Like, I, I feel pretty was kind of like a, uh, you know, there's controversy over body shaming. Uh, I don't know why I didn't see Night School. Maybe because it wasn't Kevin Hart and The Rock. I don't know. You know? <laughs> uh, or it was, it came out too late in the year. And that's kind of like, I, I, I do want to see it. It's just kind of like, ah, I'm not going to the theater. I'm not paying theater money for that. Right. Yeah. But the concept of tag and, you know, once I saw the trailer, I'm like, no, I cannot wait. I gotta go. You know, and, I'll pay the money. And that was it too. Yeah. When I saw the trailer and I, when I heard the concept of, it, I'm like, Oh, that's interesting, and that's new. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's something that yeah that I could really get behind. So yeah, tag gets my uh, yeah, award ke- for that one. You know, Kevin Hart in a chicken suit outside a, a, a chicken place. Sure, I'm sure it's funny, but is it like theater money funny? I voted with my dollars, really. I yeah. guess. Yeah. But what what do you think about this year in comedy? Since we're on that, uh, did you see any others? Not really. Um, I mean, you could call the Meg comedy. <laughs> yeah which i enjoyed i enjoyed um i would classify 50 shades free as comedy although it's not technically comedy um, uh, well yeah yeah <laughs> i mean incredibles sure. 2 had moments uh ant-man and the wasp uh, into the spider-verse into the spider-verse ant-man and the wasp both had funny yeah. moments um but i mean other than that i mean infinity war tried to be a comedy uh to its detriment in my mind um, see our review for details yeah i thought there was a little too much quipping uh, when it shouldn't be but um and even oceans eight i thought i considered oceans eight but i felt like the humor the humor in that one kind of fell flat yeah and i'm not sure exactly what they missed because the first ocean was good like the comedy played like it wasn't uproarious but it was just enough to right it was like this weird combo of cool factor and comedy factor, and it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. And it, the, the, the mix wasn't there for Ocean's 8, so. Did you see anything else? I'll, the only other one, uh, I'll, I'm going to save it for my biggest surprise. We'll do that one next, but um, there was another comedy movie there that, well, let's go there. Uh, biggest surprise. And my biggest surprise, uh, to be honest, had a tough time finding one, uh, this one. Uh, this one was okay. tough for me because a lot of the movies either went the way that I expected them to or didn't, but not in a good way. Right. Until I remembered a little comedy called Blockers. Oh, yes. That is another comedy I saw that this year. And I remember when that movie finished, or Cock Blockers, as it's actually called, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that movie. I remember thinking at that point that movie had a lot was a lot better than it had any right to be. Yeah, uh, it it had a lot more heart than I expected. Uh, the laughs were better than I expected. Um, and just overall was a very funny movie. Um, that worked. Yeah, and yeah, it I, well. I can't believe I forgot that one. I mean, that that's more of a testament to me than the movie in this case. Yeah, <laughs> but, it took me a minute to remember it, but once I did, I was like, "Yeah, you know, like I expected John Cena to play a certain role, and you expect the mother to play a certain role, you expect the other guy to play a certain role, and the kids to play a certain role." 
But they really do kind of take it out of the box and they do it differently. So um, it really surprised me as to how good that movie actually was. I do recommend Blockers. That that was a that was a pretty fun ride. Okay. Um, <clears throat> wow. So I did. Uh, it um, hit my memory as to another one I saw that I believe was out 2018. Game Night. Okay. Another another comedy. Yes, yeah, yeah. kind of on the comedy tip. Um, <clears throat> that one didn't didn't hit me. Like it's good. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I, I gotta say, it, it's a lot like Date Night. If you've seen that one with Tina Fey and uh, Michael, uh, no, um, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. I was gonna say Michael Scott because I saw uh, someone binging The Office. Uh, anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, if you've seen that, then you've kind of seen this. It's just different actors and a bit different circumstances. But it's a lot, almost too, a little too much alike. Right. You know what I? I kind of hate, but not, I maybe not hate to do this right on awards night. I'm I'm pulling the, <coughs> let's say I'll pull up the I'm pulling the mixed up envelope. Okay. Be- because you know what you you actually won me over. You made a great case for for blockers, uh, specifically John Cena. Actually, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't have to I, be a I movie. S- it could be something within the movie too. Yeah, I, I saw him in two movies this year. Okay. Um, oh, did you see yeah, Bumblebee? I just saw Bumblebee. How yeah. was it? I really liked it. I, actually, I, I hear it's pretty good. I, I like don't normally go for prequels unless they're Star Wars. But anyway, like prequels <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, you don't go for prequels. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I go for prequels. Anyway, <laughs> the okay, the Hobbit prequels not as good. Anyway, the uh, well, you know what? Maybe we can do a mini cast about that uh, down the road. But I will say, John Cena has had a banner year. Um. Because he was in like a really good comedy and then a really good, uh, like this is just going to be a one time for him because it's set in 87. Yeah. And it is a prequel to the Bayverse. Yeah. So, yeah. So we probably won't see him again unless they want to do one set in the 90s. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, John Cena, I think, and and more importantly, the the Blockers movie in and of itself, because you know I love Judy Greer, so I wasn't surprised that she was funny and awesome in it. Um, but yeah, you're right; that movie did surprise me because it conceptually was like, eh, whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's no tag. But so what I've done is I've now moved that my original pick is now the runner-up. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> Um, and my runner up is actually the number of eighties references in ready player one. Like you heard about it, but I wasn't ready. Okay. I see what you mean. Do you just, yeah. Like I knew they were there, but I was like, Oh, <laughs> like once you get into it and I'm looking forward, I'm going to do a rewatch. I wanted to let a little time go by and then I want to do it again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll probably do it kind of a once a year thing. So we're coming up on that because it was towards the beginning of the year. So can't wait to watch it again and see if there's any, you know, see what new ones I can find. But it was, that really was a surprise. I I think uh, kind of in the same boat as you where it's like, you know, stuff didn't surprise me as much. You know what I mean? Like it was like, ah, yeah, yeah, you figured, yep, that was the way it's going to go. Or like it didn't go that way and it was a big disappointment, which we could certainly get to. Yes, true. <laughs> <laughs> if that's a segue at all you want to use. <laughs> yeah. Uh well no let's let's save that for a little bit okay uh, let's go to favorite action movie what was your choice for that one okay so this is gonna sound counterintuitive to the stunt team thing 
Right. But um, I, I went, so I, I put all of the comic book movies out because they're kind of their own thing. Okay. Because they're, they're all action movies, right? Right. So I wanted to give the other ones a chance because, of course, in my mind, you know, of course, it would it wouldn't be it would be a comic book movie that I'd pick. Let's put it that way. Right. What a big heart you have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or or Star Wars, right? So yeah. 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 Exactly. So uh, <laughs> while I gave favorite stunt team to Fallout and my runner up was Peppermint, flip that the other way around for my actual be- favorite action movie was Peppermint. Um, okay. And, you know, the runner-up Mission Impossible Fallout. And here's why. Uh, Peppermint was Death Wish done right. 38 movies I saw this year. There you go. Yeah. Death- <laughs> totally forgot about Death Wish. <laughs> we, we, yeah. Well, I went back to our website, Sean, to take yeah, a look. Yeah, I know. See what- yeah. <laughs> Shut up, but. Bert. No, no, but but uh, but but that is really my point. Like as soon as that 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 the credits rolled, I'm like, okay, that's how they should have done Death Wish because it was just that much better. It was and and it, because it has such heart to it, like Mission Impossible, it's big, it's loud, it's bombastic, which is awesome. But this one had good, great action and the heart into it too. So for me, it it made it my favorite. Okay. Yep. Um, I also went. Uh, I went away from Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, I went with Ready Player One. Oh yeah, okay. Just because the action in that one was a lot of fun. Um, Absolutely, the story didn't always make sense to me, but the action was fun. You were looking at the big race scene. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of great visuals there, and I'm including sort of the the references to go with it. Um, you're also looking at the um, the the scene with the Shining. Oh yeah, that was weird. Payout. I didn't expect that one, eh? Um, and and it, sort of everything else—the big battle scene at the end with all of the little things popping up. So uh, it was one of those ones. To be honest, there are a lot of action movies where the action was so blah that I may have nodded off a few times throughout the year. Oh wow! Okay, and um, so this one kept my attention, and so I yeah. wanted to give. Props to that. So, absolutely, that's a great pick. Yeah. Uh, favorite uh, Walmart, right up your alley. Favorite superhero movie. Go ahead. Avengers. Really. Infinity War. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, it uh, again. We're well. Look at the sheer uh, superhero count in it for one, like that, and the fact that it works uh, for two. Everyone gets a moment. Three. Uh, the action was great. Four. Uh, Thanos was my favorite character uh, of the year. So five, you know what I mean? Like, sure. The, yeah. So, and this was fucking close. Like runners up, uh, Black Panther and Into the Spider Verse. Right. Um, you know, uh, if we're talking runners up, uh, just because of how good those were. Like, it's kind of weird to look back and be like, oh yeah, Black Panther did come out 2018. Yeah, it you know did. What I mean, like, yeah, yeah. And so, if anything, I can say this has been a long year. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Well, we've been spoiled this year with uh, Deadpool and Incredibles and Venom and uh, you know Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, like we've had three uh, Marvel movies this year. I I wouldn't say you were spoiled and then say Venom, but so uh, okay. What well, you you know? Sometimes you take a look back at the Christmas presents that you got, <laughs> and they're not all equal. Yeah, that's true. But you still got him. That's true. So there was some heart behind it. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, we'll call it heart. We'll we'll call it heart. Sure. Some might call it corporate greed, but anyway. Yeah, let's let's call it. That. <laughs> yeah, Aquaman. Oh, we didn't even touch on Aquaman, which was we we both really liked. Like this was yeah. a, this was a tough ass decision for me. <laughs> yeah. So I, and and DC is actually in the ring this time. <laughs> True. Yeah, they only had the one though, didn't they? No, but that's fine. What they did was it was great. You know, so like. They they made it on the list. <laughs> sure. So yeah, this was a tough decision, but it did come out to Avengers: Infinity War again. The scope and everything like that. I could keep going on, but what's yours? I'm curious. Well, mine's not Infinity War, uh, and I, I didn't think so. And I watched it earlier today just to give it a second chance because I thought maybe, you know, after some time, yeah, maybe my opinions changed. Some of my opinions have changed, but still didn't crest that big one. Okay. Uh, obviously, Venom. Uh, Venom and Ant-Man and the Wasp were, they were okay, but they were forgettable. Uh, Aquaman was okay, but not tops. It was fun. It, it was, was fun. fun. I think but it, I think that's kind of how we both came out of the theater, like, oh, I had a good time. Yeah, but it wasn't Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Agreed. So I went with, uh, it came down to two. Uh, it came down to my runner-up, Black Panther, um, which I felt. The only reason it's not getting the top one is just because I felt it dragged a little bit in the middle. Where, okay. Whereas Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was just fun throughout. You're right. And yeah. uh, and to be honest, if you had told me that there's going to be a good Spider-Man movie made by Sony <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I would have called you crazy. Oh, and it's by the way, it's animated, and and it's animated, starring yeah. Miles Morales. Yeah how how much do you know about Miles Morales? Yeah, what uh, what I saw in the movie and what I got in the game. So, <laughs> which I'll be honest, ain't fucking much. So, and so this and this is where I land though. I mean, in a year we've had that plus Avengers plus Black Panther. I mean, that's already spoiled as far as i'm concerned like sony yeah. coming out like you said sony coming out and making a, a like a, an awesome spider-man movie like that was easily my 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 runner-up yeah you know like it, you know had avengers not been there probably would have won yeah and like black panther so, was a great movie but it was at this point i expect great out of the mcu so it did yes. it, it sort of met my expectations it surpassed it a little bit too it was really good and really entertaining but this one kind of this one really surpassed my expectations because it's a Spider-Man movie made by Sony that's not in the MCU. And look at the other one that they did. Yeah, exactly. Look in the, the same one. year. Yeah. Yeah, like, look at how Venom. About, I mean, yeah, Venom how about terrible. that for trying to how about that for trying to wet the whistle? So I mean, you're go you're walking into this going, "Oh no." <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, and then you come out going, "Oh my god." Like, yeah. So let's go That's to... A, that, um, yeah, I can't argue with that. Sorry, go ahead. Let's go to favorite actor. What have you got? Uh, favorite actor? Um, well, it kind of lined up with my favorite character, Josh Brolin for Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Plus, yeah, plus, uh, I mean, he was great in, uh, in, uh, as Cable in Deadpool 2. Okay, good point. You know, yeah, so for that, I mean, it just kind of adds up to, you know, awesome. Um I mean, I talked about how good Thanos was, and, and I already gave props to Josh Brolin, so there's really not a whole much, a whole lot more I can say about that uh, without getting, you know, 
down the rabbit hole. But because I think once I did, like I kind of skipped that one as I'm going through our list as I was doing them. Yeah. And once I got to favorite character, instinctively I said Thanos. I'm like, well, there you go. Josh Brolin. Okay. Because he, yeah, he, you know, despite all the guys that were coloring in the purple, that's, he was the keystone. The cornerstone to that whole build was Josh Brolin. Sure. In my mind. Yep. Yeah. Without him, without him doing as well as he does, it's a mediocre character. So, okay. there it is. Perfect. Um, I went with one. I don't know if you saw this movie. It's called Searching. Oh, uh, John you Cho. told me about this one? John yes, Cho. Yes, I meant to see this one. Yeah. Yeah, he's the father in, in this... Uh, Rather unique movie that is, it's solely based on him. And, uh, and he carries it very, very well. And he, he really makes the movie as good as it is. And it's all because of him. Okay. Um, the movie's told sort of first person off of, uh, kind of, um, unfriended, like it's off certain screens phones, uh, security cameras. So it's not one screen, but it's a series of screen, but always third person on the screen, sort of. Okay, a little parano- uh, paranormal activity, I think, did a lot of that. Kind of, yeah. But it's um, but it's it, it's really well done. It was written well for him, and he pulls it off. You can have the best script in the world, but if you don't have someone who can pull it off, it's going to fail. Yeah, okay, and yeah, agreed. And so I would go with uh, John Cho for that one. I r- highly recommend that one. Um, I considered Josh Brolin, honestly, for Thanos. Okay. Um, my only problem was it was CGI. He wasn't on screen. I know he did the mocap for it. Yep. Yep. Um, but I really felt, I really felt like I was seeing a cartoon character or a CGI character more than I was Josh Brolin. That's okay. me. That's me. Well, no, and this is why it's your favorite. Yes, and that's and that and you know what? I can't fault you for that. Like this, uh, John Cho it was pure acting. It was all him. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. Put himself out there, which is you know as raw as it gets for acting. So I, yeah, uh, wow. I really got to see this movie. I, I haven't it's yet. Pretty good. Yeah. When when we we I remember we talked about it. and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to see that, and then. I didn't for whatever reason, so <laughs> I still want to. I got to get a pen and paper here and start writing this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you do that, tell me about your favorite actress. Uh, oh, uh, Emily Blunt, A Quiet Place. Oh, okay. Yep. I, I thought, um, well, first of all, I mean, really this year, the movies that we saw, there wasn't a whole lot of leading ladies, unfortunately. No, you're right. Like, because we saw uh, ensemble casts. Uh, sure. Well, for I, I did, right? Um because, I mean, you know, Black Panther is about the Black Panther. So there really isn't a leading lady. Like, yeah, she has a romantic, uh, he has a romantic interest, but. Does he? I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, there's uh, um, uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character. Um, oh, my God. Now, see, this is Jan- February now. Yeah, so, okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's the this, this spy, the one that keeps coming in and out. Not, uh, yeah. And oh, okay, so, yeah. Okay, I remember yeah, yeah. that. So, you know. I, I didn't really go with the love interest because I, I, in in a lot of these cases, it wasn't, I don't know, I didn't feel they were leading ladies. Now, Ocean's 8, all leading ladies, you know, or Sandra Bullock, right, was certainly up for grabs for that. Sure. Or Kate, uh, Kate Blanchett as well, I would say, is also that one. 
Uh, yeah, well, I, I considered her for best supporting. Oh, okay. Because it, it was really about Sandra Bullock's character. Sure. Right. Yep. So, so she easily could have done. Yeah, yeah. Gotten. Uh, she would have been my. I think a runner-up for sure for best supporting. But, um, but Emily, I, I when I watched A Quiet Place, I really saw an equal him and her. Like, in fact, she I think gets a bit more time than he does. Yes. Not that it's a contest, but I'm just saying, like, they had equal screen time, they had, or or she got more, and then uh, just her, you know, she had scenes by herself being afraid of a CGI monster, and I was scared for her, you know? Yeah. Like, you feel the terror and just uh, the sign, like, learning sign language, the family dynamic, sure, it helps that he she was with her husband, but, I mean, it can be perilous to work with your spouse, so. <laughs> it can be, and with children. Especially. And especially if your spouse is the one telling you what to do all day long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I will use the words again, consummate professional. Emily Blunt, yeah, she uh, she's fantastic, though. I, I haven't seen anything yet that, that I didn't like of hers. So uh, she did it again. Yeah. Emily, you, you got my vote again. <laughs> but congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. What a standout. Mine went to another uh, movie that you may not have seen. Uh, I think I told you about this one, Terminal. Oh, yeah, and I was like, the Tom Hanks, Catherine Zeta-Jones no. movie? but <laughs> <laughs> No. This one was uh, released on Amazon Prime. Ah, um, I do not have that. And stars uh, Simon Pegg, Mike Myers in a comeback, in a really neat role. Um, but the award here going to Margot Robbie. Ooh. As the femme fatale seductress slash character with a secret. Uh, oh no! That's really, awesome. really carries the movie in this one. Really makes the drama worth. You know, there's something there, and I'll, I'll admittedly, I kind of figured it out just before they revealed it. But all the way okay. through, all the way through, you're sitting there going, "She's teasing uh, Simon Pegg along, and she's teasing all these guys along, and there's got to be something to this. And what is it exactly that she's doing?" Um. Don't tell me. No, I won't tell you. The, the, <laughs> the final reveal is really, really good. Um, and this one's definitely worth uh, worth checking out as well. But I really, again, looking back, there really wasn't a whole lot. I considered Emily Blunt. Um, but other than that, I mean, maybe, um, uh, what's her name from The Post? Oh, uh, Bette Midler? No, no, no. The Post. Or, or, um, um, <laughs> Bette Midler. Meryl Streep. Why do I get those two confused? I don't know. Meryl Streep, <laughs> but she's nominated for everything, so. And, yeah, and she was good. <coughs> and she was good. But, yeah, she, she, uh, as always, I mean, you, you just come to expect that from Bette Midler. Yeah. Right? And, yeah, but. Uh, and I actually had as a runner-up as mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Oh, I like, I like that. I like that. Yeah. But uh, by the by the way, 2020, I want uh, Sigourney Weaver, Jamie Lee Curtis, Linda Hamilton. We're not done yet. Ladies kicking ass movie, by the way, just <laughs> the new expendables. Uh, you call them the not so expendables. You there know? you go. We'll call them. We'll call them the dependables. There, there you, you go. go. That works. Actually, and that's an old joke that an old age joke that I didn't even mean to make. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, it is now. It is now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's some good, some good picks. Uh, by the way, I legit have pen in hand. Okay, got a, got a piece of paper. Terminal searching. Uh, what was the the cyborg one? Upgrade. 
Upgrade, thank you. I am legit writing all these down because I don't want to forget again and hit 2019 and be like, so do you remember Terminal? Like, no! <laughs> <laughs> and while you're at it, it. Right. The original? No, no. The one from 2017. Do I have to see the original? Considering part two is coming out this year, you might as well. No, no, I mean the the one from the 70s. Oh, no, you don't need to see that one, no. The John Ritter one? I think I saw it as a kid and yeah, I was traumatized. It's from the 80s sure. and you don't need to see it, no. Or 80s, there we go. Okay, fair enough. Because um, I've sat through a lot of superhero movies, so you're going to sit through It, Chapter 2. Okay, okay, so I better catch up. I better catch right. up on It, so. Fair enough. Um <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next category. Next category. Let's, let's go to uh, favorite horror movie. Now that we mentioned it. Uh, yep. Uh, you're you're up first. Uh, it's easy for me. It's a quiet place. Agreed. Yep. I just, hands down. Hands down. I mean, we saw uh, what the strangers pray at night, which was dumb. Uh, the Winchester. The Winchester, which was, horrible. which was terrible. The Cloverfield Paradox, which was terrible. Uh, the Predator. Was that even a horror movie? Yeah, yeah kind of. Uh, Predator was on my list for action movies, really. I mean, I mean, I saw Unfriended Dark Web, but I mean, that was terrible. Oh. <laughs> it was better than Unfriended, but I mean, it wasn't any good. So, yeah, A Quiet Place gets it. This one shocked me. This one, I was amazed at how good this was. And um, like you said, with Emily Blunt and um, John uh, Krasinski, Krasinski. Yeah, doing a great job. And... The lack of music, the lack of sound effects, the lack of um, ambient noise. Yeah. Really well done here. So Yeah, yeah. The the weird like lack of sound design is still sound design and yeah. therefore was fantastic because I mean, with a title like that, the guy's got well, I'm, <laughs> I'll be in and out in five, you know? Like <laughs> Yeah, and this is got, a movie got, that people across the world are all over the place, including yourself, Mark, were afraid to eat during the movie <laughs> yeah uh yeah i know i was like i should i'm glad i didn't get nachos you know <laughs> like popcorn was loud enough yeah <laughs> should i should have had gummy bears <laughs> yeah oh it, absolutely and for all the reasons i loved emily blunt in uh, and you know my you know best actress uh, my favorite actress this year was because that movie was such a, a a standout and i think that really had to do with it like the other nominations you had for Best Actress were good. And like Jamie Lee Curtis, Halloween, we saw there was a new Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while it was good, it wasn't a quiet place good. No. And yeah, and since Jordan Peele doesn't have anything out yet, uh, it didn't have anything out in 2018. You know? <laughs> have you seen the trailer for his new one? No, but I'm hearing a lot of. Oh. I, I listen to uh, listen to some other movie podcasts, and they're all it they're all looks about this. Good. It's called Us. Yeah. Oh, it. Yeah. Ooh. Good. Looking forward to that one okay. next year. Is that is that 2019? Yes, it is. All right. So get ready. <laughs> I guess we'll be doing that one too. Awesome. Um, so we both have the yeah. same one there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think I wrote a runner up to that because it just kind of like stole the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, another note, notable one. I don't know if I'd consider this a true runner up, but one that this kind of, did kind of freak me out was The Strangers. A little bit. Strangers Pray at Night? Yeah. yeah, I mean ha- Halloween. We we watched a whole bunch of Halloween movies, so I was like, yeah, you know, that's how that goes. But this True. one, I I knew nothing about. Like I never watched the, the Strangers, the first one, so I didn't know what to expect. So that one, it was like, oh, yeah, okay, some tense moments there, and then some moments that are like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? 
or, or not doing like yeah. fight back you know like the mom not fighting back or whatever it's like what the hell are you oh yeah anyway uh you know there was enough frustration that it, it's not even close but anyway yeah what's up next uh favorite villain ah uh thanos really okay yeah runner-up killmonger and i've talked about them both and killmonger's mine um all right okay Black Panther didn't stand out to me, but uh, Michael B. Jordan and Kill and as Killmonger did. Um, even though it is sort of that Marvel sort of trope of he's the opposite of the hero, with very similar powers like we've seen in Iron Man, like we saw in Iron Man Two, you know, like we saw in, uh, in Thor with Loki. You know, it's always Captain America, Captain America, with the Red Skull, yeah. mm-hmm. Winter Soldier. It's it, it's the same thing, sort of over and over again. But he really stood out in this one. Um, and maybe that's the acting power of, of Michael B. Jordan. But, uh, no, he really he really made that movie... Um, he really added the stakes to that movie. Even though there were no stakes, technically. But he really made me feel like there was. So, I gotta give him credit for that. Okay, can I... And can I weigh in on, on that? Uh, part of the reason I think you, you, you might have liked him, correct me if I'm wrong, is kind of the same reason that you like Thanos and that for one of the things I heard from you is like, ah, he might be right. The villain might be right. He, and he kind of was. And Killmonger more so than Thanos. I mean, debate what you will about Thanos's methods to what he was trying to accomplish. Killmonger, he was the son of the king. <laughs> yeah. And he challenged for it and he won. And he won. So, you know, he, now granted what he did after that was where the villain part comes in, but it's like, uh, he was legit, you know. He had a legit claim to the throne, and there it was. And what I really liked so, at the it was at the end with Killmonger when he's like, "No, you can't imprison me. You got to kill me." Yeah, don't save me. Don't imprison me. Yeah. Like either kill, either kill me or or let me go. Right. Yeah. So, and that's an all yeah, or nothing absolutely. villain, and that's and that's what I love. So, yeah, yeah, he was all in on his quest, and he thought. And and I've said it before, and I'll say it again: the best villains are the ones that that believe they are right. And he absolutely, from from the minute one we see him to the end, he absolutely did not waver in his mission. No, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, good for him. What's your individual award, Mark? We have uh, every year we allow ourselves to pick one thing um, from anything that we want uh, for any okay. reason. Which gets your Mean Mark award for this year? Uh, so the mean mark award actually, uh, goes to basically a category that was kind of missing from, for me, uh, one that I kind of miss for, uh, the awards and that would be uh, best sci-fi. Oh, we don't we have that one. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. We didn't have a best sci-fi. So I, I, I made my individual award a best sci-fi award and I'm talking like this year we had some good hard sci-fi. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, where star Wars is, is science fantasy as they say, um, you know, Annihilation was, I saw it on Saturday night, two nights before we recorded this. Okay. <laughs> and was like, oh, oh, I see what I missed. In, uh, and uh, holy smokes. Yeah. It 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 was thought provoking. It was really good. Uh, the acting was, was great. It's the same guy who did one of my other favorite, like, hard sci-fi movies, uh, Ex Machina. The same guy yeah. did both. Yep. So, it's another hit, and that's why Oscar Isaacs is back. I'm sure, you know, probably. Uh, yeah, uh, but 
it was it was weird. It was wild. It still left me. It left me guessing. I, I just today at work, uh, I was talking to the guy that sits across from me about it, and we're trying to figure it out still. You know, like that that kind of thought provoking mm-hmm. type of stuff uh, really made it stand out for me. And um, I'm trying not to lay that on. What did you make of the ending? Sorry, go ahead. Of the ending? Yeah. Uh, to me, the ending set up a sequel. Okay. Yeah. To me, it did that they're not they're not done yet. You? Uh, for uh, for my awards, the Sean Taylor Award, I just had to pick one that I had the most fun at. Uh, okay, it wasn't the greatest movie of the year, but it was one that you could just sort of. It's hard for me to sit down and turn my brain off. Um, but I was able to do it for this one, and I had a lot of fun. Is the Meg? Oh, okay. Such a ridiculous okay. premise where this prehistoric sized shark against Jason Statham and he drop kicks it twice. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I made jokes about him spin kicking a shark and he kind of did it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Just going over this year, I, I was like, the, you know what? The Meg, there were some good movies. There were some bad movies. And I, I'm like, the Meg really deserves something here because they, they knew what they had. They did it. It was cheesy. It was over the top. But it's like the second greatest shark movie ever. Which isn't <laughs> saying much because there's not that many great shark movies. There's one. There's Jaws. There's Jaws. And the rest. And the you know? rest. Exactly. So. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now, just a uh, quick correction. When I said you... I meant, what did you think of the ending of Annihilation? But anyway, oh, I didn't want to cut you off. <laughs> Annihilation just felt uh, kind of cheesy at the end with the double. When there was the double and then the, the machine. Uh, well, did talk off air. Did, did, uh, did it? Well, well, there's there's one other for my individual awards that I, I wanted to bring up real quick. Um, it came out in 2018, but this is a streaming one. And in terms of the best sci-fi, because I watched it uh, actually right after Annihilation, but both were released in 2018, and that's uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Okay. It's a full-length feature film, but it's choose your own adventure. They actually, it's an it, so interactive on screen on Netflix. That's the only way to watch it because you get to make active choices that really? are seen. Yes. Active choices that are seamlessly reflected in the character, and like it's there's no skipping video or anything. I mean, unless you have just a really poor bandwidth and you get buffering, yeah, which I don't, which I don't. So everything was seamless. Like the characters there, he's trying to. Make, I'll, I'll, I'll spoil one of them because it's so innocuous. The one of the first things they do to try and get, kind of get you into this is uh, uh, main character sits down, dad comes out, uh, is in the kitchen. And he pulls out two boxes of cereal. You get to choose which cereal he eats. Really? Yep. And it seems innocuous, but that's just to kind of get you warmed up for what's to come. Yeah. Because that, because after a while, you're making more serious decisions. And uh, I, I did a Black Mirror uh, binge watch over the Christmas holidays. Yeah. So kind of a bleak and dark winter for me, uh, if you've ever watched any Black <laughs> yeah. Mirror. I haven't, but I hear it's pretty good. It is really good. Uh, you don't have to watch and this, but I, I will say all that to say this: that Bandersnatch, you don't have. It's better if you've watched Black Mirror because there are references, right? But if you haven't, just the whole experience of the choose your own adventure and it's a science fiction movie. Uh, it 
Tr- just try it. It's it's not it's not hard sci-fi like getting into the weird and wonderful of of you know aliens and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I'm not trying to spoil it, but I'm not. I don't want to drive you away from it. But the the concept and what's being the message being given is science fiction, and I didn't really realize how, how just how deep it went until I, I did watch a couple of video essays on it afterwards. And we're like, oh, I get it. Yes, that's exactly what they're trying to do. Um. But it was it was like I I can do it again right now and get a different ending. Hmm. Through those video essays, they talked about uh, other endings that uh, like scenes that I never saw. Yeah. Things that that I never saw happen. I was like, oh shit! I can actually go back and redo this again. Just make different choices and see what happens. That's interesting. I may have to try that out. Yeah, and you know, Annihilation theatrical release. That's why I think it it because it's more pure that way in terms of the science fiction aspect to it. But this Bandersnatch, I had to bring it up somehow. Okay. Because. It was so cool. I urge you to try it. Okay. Well, that sounded like a okay. good thing for you. What was your biggest disappointment of the year? The ending of Cloverfield, Cloverfield Paradox. Well, pretty much the whole movie, Cloverfield Paradox. You know what? And I chose the exact same thing. Oh, my God. Did you? Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, how big are those monsters? What the fuck are we doing? Why are they above the clouds? That's just the ending. There's a whole bunch of blech right before that. Like. <laughs> yeah. What what, uh. what really disappointed me about it, it, it had the big surprise release. Uh, they mentioned they had the halftime at the Super Bowl. Right after the Super Bowl, Netflix is going to release the Cloverfield Paradox. It's the next movie in the Cloverfield universe. And they're, they're guilty pleasures for me, even at least the first one. 10 Cloverfield Lane was awesome. Yes. So I was really pumped to see it. So I, I got I, I streamed it as soon as I could, and I watched it, and I was like, really? That sucks ass. And like the only thing that really makes it a part of the Cloverfield universe is the end. And yeah, and I know we talked about this during our review, so see our review for more details. But holy fuck, if they don't friggin' shoehorn, they're shoehorning this into your monster universe. Yeah, but they're trying to make this explain everything else. How the monster got there? Yeah, dumb. The, and and the thing is, conceptually, this could have been. Uh, 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 a a good sci-fi movie in and of itself. The concept of the the you know changing dimensions by opening up this portal, and then you have you know different circumstances. Like I know it's been done on things like the Flash TV show and stuff, but if I if I look at it kind of outside of it, there's a few things you get into towards the end. Of the, a little bit too late to save the movie, but a, li- a few things that 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 you get into that are. Oh, I want to see that. I want to see the movie go down that road. I want to see yeah. uh, the main character try and save her family on this earth because she couldn't before. Um, you know, there's people getting fucked up because things are being traded places and stuff like that within the two different universes. What happened on the, on on our universe that we left? What was fu- what was fucked up there? You know what I mean? There were so many places this movie could have gone, but they were just like, no, we're going to railroad you into. Uh, to try and shoehorn it into Cloverfield universe, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring in um, Detective Bullock from Gotham and have uh, him do a quick a, a quick YouTube video from his basement talking about how you can release monsters and demons and that yeah, yeah there we go ah let's call it a day you know fuck off <laughs> yeah I'm glad I didn't pay money for that no me too the only saving grace yeah no that was and it's like I said, after 10 Cloverfield Lane, this was just a, a huge letdown. Agreed. And um, I I cringe as to what the next one will be. I, I don't even know if I want to... Uh, uh, I might I might drop it. I don't know. 
This bad apple could spoil the bunch. I'd like to say guess, that I'd like to say I will, but mm, I'm a sucker. Let's for put the it this Cloverfield way: movies. Let, let's put it this way: they got one more chance. If if we go if we go two and two, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, fair it, enough. It'd be hard. It, it'd be hard to come back for the rubber match, you know. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> well, let's switch gears here. Let's go to our favorite movies of the year. Uh, my number three uh, most favorite movie of the year was Searching. I talked about it earlier. Yeah. Um a great way of telling a story uh and John Cho really carries it. And this was sort of it sort of flew under the radar. I had to see it at, at like uh the secondary theater here. Um oh, okay. Not the big main one, but the secondary one downtown and uh, That's okay. I know the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's fine. And it's a perfectly great theater and actually it's coming out with more stuff than the other one is, so it's actually eh. Um, good, but, um, yeah, overall it was, uh, just a, a really good time and, uh, the ending kind of Hollywood, uh, but at the same time, it's a happy ending and that's what you kind of expect in these movies. So, uh, what's your, okay. what's your number three, Mark? Black Panther. Okay. Yep. Um, because of things like Killmonger, because of how it really, um, you know, we were teased the character in Civil War, and this just really fleshed him out and ju- like jumped off nicely from Civil War. Um, we get the introduction of his story, but we get you know we you don't you you didn't even need to have seen Civil War to kind of get what's going on in Black Panther, and then it's you know the man becomes the king, the boy becomes a not boy becomes a man, but you know uh, living in the shadow of his father, yeah. you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, all of those messages uh and just the and then the world of Wakanda, I think, like calling it a world unto itself, I think speaks t- to my mind as to what I'm thinking and how beautiful it was and you know the combination of like the the beautiful nature plus the techno uh obviously hit a couple buttons for me, so um you know fun supporting characters like Suri I, I, yeah, I just really, really enjoyed it. So that, that's uh, my number three. Okay. Uh, my number two movie was, uh, I mentioned it earlier, just a great time in the movie theaters, Tag. Yeah. Had yeah, a great okay. time there. Um, and this is one that I could go back and watch. Not, you know, over and over and over again, but this right. is something I can probably uh, revisit once a year. And um, j- just Jeremy Renner in that movie, too, uh, the steely-eyed guy that's never been tagged. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they take it so seriously and how he gets out of certain things and how they do or a lot of them. Just just a great movie. Uh, a really, really fun time. It really stood out to me over this year of mediocrity in my eyes. But um, Well, and to, to your point, and uh, one thing I didn't mention about Tag before that I really liked was um, there was still heart behind it because you see the effect of never being I this is gonna sound weird, but the lack of physical contact. Like you had the three friends that were closer because they would hug each other even t- or tag each other. You know what I mean? They they'd shake hands or you know what I mean? Like there was Yeah. There was an outs an outsider effect being created because yeah. he's never been tagged. And kind of bringing that to the fore I think was really kind of a cool aspect that I didn't really think of. Right, the kind of the effect sociologically or psychologically it would have on Jeremy Renner's character because he's never been tagged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So to their to their point, like it wasn't just about the game. So, um, my second 
<laughs> yes, it's Infinity War. Um, <laughs> for all the reasons I said, I mean, it, ah, I just loved it. It was just, uh, uh, it's one I can go back to over and over again. And I imagine there's going to be some day when I get like a, uh, get the flu and I'll have two weeks off because that's how, usually how long I'm sick for. Yeah. It is bad. And I'm going to do sick, it. Folks. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. When I, you know, but I will probably end 2008 to 2018 that, you know, <laughs> if that happens before end game, I'm doing it because I can revisit this stuff over and over again. I, I really like it. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number one, um, I, I got to go back to the horror. It was A Quiet Place. Oh, yes. Um, I, okay. This was really the only movie that really impressed me this uh, this year. I like. I came out of the theater going, wow, what a great movie. Yeah. And I, we, I remember when we recorded that one. Yeah, because you were here. You were in, you were in town. Yeah. And yeah, we saw that one together. One of the few we actually attended together. And holy smokes. We, I think we were speechless for the first, like as we were walking to, was it your car that we recorded Your in? car, yeah. Oh, my car. Yeah. As we were walking to the car, we just, uh, <laughs> I think we're both trying to kind of collect ourselves until we got to, <laughs> okay, can we record now? Yeah, we should, you know? <laughs> yeah. Your number one? Should I even guess? Uh, you don't have to, because it's very obvious. It was Solo. Oh, come on, really? <laughs> right. It's your choice. It's your choice. But Absolutely. Star Wars is my all-time favorite. So when there's a Star Wars movie, it's going to be in my favorite movies. Even though I gave props to pretty much every other movie I saw this year. Okay. Yep. I, you know what? If you want to, next year, we could just take Star Wars movies off the table. No, no. That's, and go from, it's your and go choice. From there. But... It's the it is favorite ergo done. Um yeah, I don't even have to go into it. Really? I <laughs> I can understand episode 8 or episode 9. But solo really? All right, there. Anyway, your choice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Your choice. And and this is exactly why I I didn't I didn't kind of front load all of it with, you know, all an Aaron Reich or yeah, know, yeah. best supporting actor, the, you know, uh, Johannes that's playing Chewie or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, obviously there was some other other movies out there and I wanted to make sure that they got their due um, for sure. But of course, it's Star Wars. So yeah. why, why, you know. I get uh, it. it. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Well, I don't get it, but I get it. Um, you you don't have to get it, I guess. You know that's fine. <laughs> so let's end this on on a fun note. Uh, what was your third least favorite movie of the year? Uh, Fifty Shades Freed. Okay. It's only the only reason why it's not first is because there's boobs. <laughs> okay. That's about it. <laughs> It it makes it like the boobs only make it <laughs> slightly more watchable than Twilight. I think I'm not even sure anymore. <laughs> and I can't believe you got me to the theater to see that shit, man. Oh man, you watched all three of them in one year, or so in one in in like a month. Yeah, <laughs> it was one month we did all of them. It was like, ugh. and you didn't even do the pleasure of like coming up here. 
so we could at least chat through the movie like we did for Twilight. I didn't even get to have that fun because that was fun. Me, you, and Tex for the last Twilight movie. Yeah. I, I was denied that, and I just had to sit there and look like a creepy asshole. <laughs> Maybe because I am, I don't know, but, uh, you know, like it's... <laughs> oh. so that's the difference between you and me. That was almost my number three best movie of the year. <laughs> And yet, I understand that. I don't I, get it, but I understand I, it. I, I had a blast at that movie this year. So, did did you go unescorted? I did. I did. I went really? alone. Oh yeah. Okay, I admit I did laugh. I did start like I was the only guy laughing, and I got the dirty. <laughs> did you get that? Did you get the dirty looks from the from the women around? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Did. <laughs> I can only imagine the looks from the women sitting behind me because I was like, ah! oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 the, the the biggest the dirtiest looks I got was when I went what <laughs> for the third time. Um <laughs> so what what's your third worst? My third worst movie was uh oh probably the most pretentious movie I've, I I saw all year, Hereditary. Oh, I didn't see that one. And you're good too. Um this one got a lot of this one's actually highly rated, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. But I think so. Um, I actually think that this is, and they were actually talking about Oscar buzz for the lead, um, Tony Collette. Tony was Collette. It? And I don't know why this one was really really bad, um, and it's just so pretentious and so oh, it's up its own ass. Uh, yeah, it's got a, a tomato meter of 89% with an audience score of 63. So, oh, so that means then, yes. It pre- so if it's that pretentious, of course, the critics would like it. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's kind of like um, it goes through the whole thing of like, you know, is it a mental illness or is it not? Or is it is it this um, is it this something that she's. Um, inherited from her mother and this mental illness that she got from her mother, or is it not? And no, let's dip into spoil. Let's dip into spoiler territory not, for a second, if you want to. I'm not going to see it, but go ahead. By all means, say what you want. It, it's just a demon. It's just a demon, and it's not even about what? her. In the end, it's not even about her. It's about her son, and the whole thing is paced poorly. Uh, the only interesting character in the movie is the little girl, but she dies in the first at the end of the third uh, the end of the first act. Granted, in a really really cool way, she she's sticking her head out the window of a driving car and she and she gets decapitated off a light pole. But oh yeah, it's pretty badass. But after that, it's all downhill from there, and it's just a terrible, terrible, terrible movie, in my opinion. But. Yeah, that wow. was that was my number three worst. Wow. Okay. What's your number two, Mark? Uh, Winchester. That was pretty bad. I was pissed that I went to that. I was yeah. like, "Fuck!" You know, like I, I'm like, I paid money for that shit. Actually, I think I used points, but I still blew my points on that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you're mad, when you used your points, I yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was like, just the acting was like just okay. I mean, it's Judy Dench, but at the same time, it's like, uh, wait, was it Judy Dench? Yeah, I can't even remember. Yeah, it was. yeah, 
So you would think that would be okay, but I mean, they kind of stuff her in a closet and then just pull her out every once in a while to be Judy Dench, and then they like, no, no, we're going to focus on this opium opium no, addict doctor, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren, excuse me, yes, Helen. Mir- Still, yeah, world renowned Helen Mirren. Like uh, same comment. Yeah, they, st- they stuff her in the closet. They parade her out every once in a while, but that doesn't save this movie. That's I'm not even sure what it was really about. I think it's just ghosts and um. Uh, uh, the ghosts of people that were killed Winchester guns. Well, yeah, line line up, honey, because <laughs> there's been a fuck ton more. Yeah, so, pretty much. Yeah, and it's and the the ending. I, I ugh. yeah, just I, just I forget dull. they kind of exercise, and that's the problem. It's just dull. It's like squeaky floorboards and a guy sweating for like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. I I I just I was yeah. I I don't. I have yet to walk out of a movie, but that one was damn close. Really? Okay. Yeah. I honestly stayed because I knew that after I was done watching that, I had to go back to work. Okay. So so instead of getting up, walking out, going home, and then coming back to work. I might as well stay here. I'm a, Yeah. I, uh, I'm inside. It's warm. I got some food. Uh, but my God. Yeah. Yeah. That, I can understand yeah, that. I, I can understand. Yeah. How about you? My number two is one that I would like to do as an or is it for next year. I think we should take, instead of sequel month in February, I think we should do a worst of 2018. Ooh, okay. And I think this one will be one of them. It's a little movie called Truth or Dare. I know you didn't see this one. Only 20 years too late for Madonna's book. Yeah, exactly. This one was awful. This was one I saw in Ottawa when I was up in April. Um, I saw it on my own. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I had to go to work, I think, or something like that. I saw it on my own, and uh, halfway through I took a phone call that uh, went longer than it should have, and I wasn't pissed. (laughs) Because this movie sucked. This one is your standard teenage slasher film with a really what could be an interesting premise, but it's, it's one of those horror movies that just keeps changing its own rules. Oh, I don't like, like that. Like every five minutes. Ugh. It's like, Oh, you have to do truth or dare. And if you don't do the truth or do the dare, then you die. And then, Oh, well now you, you can't do, you can't do just truth. So you have to do two truths and then a dare. And then, Oh, this and that. And it's just, and then the ending sucks. The ending is terrible, and it, uh, none of the characters are likable. The story doesn't make any sense. I'm not going to get into it because, I, like I said, I want to do an or is it with it. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that uh, we will have a, a lot of fun uh, going over truth or dare. It, it's the bad CGI with the film, and with like it, it, you get possessed, and then you get the weird like Joker smiley face from the 89 Batman, but it's a demon doing it. Oh, God. Yeah, it's just dumb. Just dumb. Party man. Yeah. Party man. Yeah. I'd rather I'd <laughs> rather watch that music video on repeat for two hours than watch fucking Truth or Dare again. <laughs> wow. Okay, so stay tuned then, everybody. Yeah, stay tuned. Now, I'm assuming I'm going on a limb here, but I think we have the, the same worst movie of the year. Let's say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Cloverfield Paradox. No. What? Sorry. Go ahead. What did you say? No, no. Go ahead. I'll, I'll do mine. Go ahead. Uh, Cloverfield Paradox. We already talked about uh, as the biggest disappointment. It 
it by default because I picked a whole movie <laughs> as my biggest disappointment. I, it was the worst. Uh, again, they set up they they could have made a good movie standalone movie that wasn't shoe, and then they could have done something that actually does connect to Cloverfield. But no, they kept shoehorning these Cloverfield elements, which disconnects it somewhat, or at least it's so loosely connected that it's a it, it's like, uh, and then. Only to, to shit the bed at the end with the out of proportion monster. Okay. Like he wasn't taller than all the buildings in New York, and his head didn't certainly pop up in the sky no. in Cloverfield. When Cl- in Ten Cloverfield Lane, when she pops out, she's not looking at a monster that is above the cloud line. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yet somehow at the end of this movie, this thing rears its head. Where the fuck did you come from? Yeah. This, and it's because it's the same monster. This is the movie that led us to having a very, very long discussion on our on our uh, regular show about uh, what how this could possibly work within the universe. That yeah, set up. I, I think we tried to fix it. I, I think we had like four different dimensions going on at one time, all juggling at the same time. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Using this this property of being able to jump dimensions kind of could work, but yeah, I. This was just a different, and that's the thing. They pirated a script. Uh, Winchester at least knew what it was trying to be. It was one solid contained story. Fifty Shades, yes, was the follow up to other shitty movies, but it was consistent, you know? Sure, yeah. Yeah, so that's why they were only like second and third the worst. But this one, mm mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> you surprised me because I thought you were going to pick the same one I picked, and that's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, okay, okay. You have dumb Chris Pratt. You have um, Bryce, Dallas, Bryce Howard? Dallas Howard, who has completely changed her character from the last one. <laughs> that's true. Complete 180. She's no, they're just no, they're just assets and they're just here to make us money. No, we've got to save the animals. Um you have a, Oh, and and purposely like doesn't wear heels, right? Yeah. You have dinosaurs being auctioned off for as little as 5 million dollars. <laughs> and worst of all, you have this Indoraptor, this this holy this new holy fuckosaurus. That is being led by a gun with a laser sight. You point the laser on the gun at the target and then you pull the trigger and that sends the dinosaur. It's a gun. Fire the fucking trigger. <laughs> yeah, you don't need a laser store, a dollar store laser pointer pen to guide your most dangerous creature. It's so stupid. The whole movie is so stupid. And I knew it was stupid, and I had so much fun because uh, I went up with uh, KMA and his family on Labor Day up to uh, 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 Canada's Wonderland. Uh, we did a day at the um, a water park up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And for a good 20 minutes, I got to listen to KMA ranting on how much time he wasted on Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know KMA... He can go on some rants, so and 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 they're not just wild ravings; like they are thoughtful yeah. and insightful and very cruel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but honest, Jeff, earnest. You know. Yep. Jeff Goldblum only being in it for a minute and a half total. 
Oh yeah, he got the Helen Mirren treatment. Yeah, well, even though <laughs> even though he was like front and center in all of the advertising, nope, he's only in the beginning and the end. Yeah, and then totally at the end, you they set you up for the movie you wanted to see, and Chris Pratt just lets the raptor go into the wild on on like, suburbia. Like, what? Like the <laughs> the truck making the jump off of the the the. The uh, uh 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 the 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 pier the onto pier? the boat, and them not recognizing Bryce Dallas Howard because she's wearing a hat, <laughs> and then they have to extract blood from a T Rex because it has to be from the T Rex in order to save the raptor that's been bleeding out for the last two hours. And you have the paleo paleo what was it paleo veterinarian who's never seen a dinosaur before in her life. <laughs> go back and listen yeah. to our show we had a we had a fun time with that one we we, we did we did uh so i i will say if if i had a number four that would have been it okay but uh a it was i'm not trying to defend it i'm just saying why it made number four uh, a was kind of consistent it sort of jumped off the last movie uh, and the effects were better than fucking Cloverfield, so yeah. Friggin' Cloverfield paradox can suck it. I'm sorry, but yeah, no. For all those reasons, I absolutely get. And, and I will say this to your point, and this would be why it's number four is that there was a bigger expectation, I think, than Cloverfield. Fair enough. You know, right. Fair enough. So you're, uh, I'm agreeing with you yeah. because of that. Like, yeah, we're expecting so much more, and you're right. They didn't get to the actual movie we wanted to see. Until the end. Yeah. Okay. Will, will we get that in the next one? Or are they going to start the movie? We'll go, whew, glad we've heard of that disaster. Yep. No, I agree. What are, what, yeah. What are our two main characters up to now? Yeah. I know that's, and that's exactly it. It's just, uh, just, there are tons of videos you can watch on the internet that are very funny. That's tearing this movie apart. Um, yeah. I love going, going back and doing that myself. So, <laughs> So, Mark, uh, aside from Star Wars, because I know that's going to be the top answer. Oh, well, and, yeah, and of as, course. And aside from Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. what movies are you looking forward to most in 2019? Uh, so far, uh, both Captain Marvel movies. Both Captain Marvel movies? Yes. Uh, so there's Marvel's Captain Marvel. Right. Uh, and then we have DC's Shazam. Okay. Now, Shazam being the name of the wizard that gives his powers to the hero who's actually called Captain Marvel. Okay. <laughs> so lately in the theaters, and I've been joking about this with, with my comic book buddies, seeing two Captain Marvel trailers back to back because you get both of those lately in the theater. Um, It's a DC movie. It, it looks uh, like a lot more comedy, so buckle up. But uh, I, I love the main actor in it. Uh, he's from Chuck. Um, I think he's going to do a good job and the, the, I don't know, maybe, maybe this could be what DC saving grace. Maybe they just have to go this way for a while before they get back to broody and rooftop sitting. Yeah. Shazam. I'm cautious about, but we'll see. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those characters I'm not hugely invested in. So if it ends up sucking, it's like, meh, you know, yeah, it's not the same as if they wreck Superman or Batman or, you know. Um, anything else? Um, oh shoot. Well, you know what? I, I was 
so busy looking back that I haven't really had a, a huge chance to look forward. Why don't you give us one or two, and I'm going to oh, actually I'll, take a quick I'll, I'll give forward. you a few here. Uh, Glass coming up very soon. Oh, yes. Thank you. Glass. Thank you. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lego Movie now 2. Don't, sorry, don't forget over on our uh, Know Your Audience, uh, I did our first uh, trade ever, as per your request. Yes. And I traded Creed 2, which I didn't really mention in my list this month. <laughs> but I really, really did like. But holy smokes, every time I see a trailer for Glass, I kind of regret that decision. But uh, well, we're going to go we'll with see. it anyway. We'll see. We're going with it anyway because, hell, it was just too good to pass up. So. Yeah. Uh, Lego Movie 2, I'm looking forward to. The second one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Happy Death Day to you. Right, I guess I should write down Happy Death Day. Happy on my, Death Day, you should definitely check uh, out on, on my on my little card here. Go ahead. Looking at uh, Captain Marvel, Us, we mentioned before. Right. Um, not so much Dumbo. Um, actually, yeah, I have no interest in that for some reason. Pet Cemetery, I'm interested in. Okay. Um, here's one that might that kind of piqued my curiosity. I don't know what you think. Uh, Fighting with my family. Which one is that the story? That's the story about uh, the wrestler Paige. That will be a rental for me. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm interested in it. To be honest, and I hate to say this out loud, and I hate that this is being recorded, but after seeing the trailer, I'm kind of interested in in Detective Pikachu. Um, what? Yeah, I don't know. Explain. It's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, is he playing Pikachu? He's playing Pikachu. Oh, that caught my attention. Um, you've got Aladdin, which unfortunately is a Guy Ritchie movie. But with Will Smith. But with Smith. As... So you got yeah, yeah. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. you got the new Men in yes. Black. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Uh, it looks like a remake of Child's Play. Uh, yeah, we talked about that during our Child's Play retro spooktive. Yep. Although that one, I'm not sure if it's coming out in theaters or if that's going to be a streaming thing. Oh, John Wick 3. John Wick John 3. Wick 3. Uh, Spider-Man, he's coming out. And the, the live yeah. action, the quote-unquote live action Lion King. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the New Mutants, I'm sure you're looking forward to. As well as Dark Phoenix. Yep. Uh, Toy Story 4. Mentioned it before. It Chapter 2. What do you think about Toy Story 4? I haven't seen 2 or 3. What? Yeah, I know. Get your card out. Start writing. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Joker. I don't know how that's going to turn out, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, the the but it's getting some good buzz. I've been paying attention to a few other podcasts that are deeper diving deeper into it. There's the Zombie um, Lane sequel. Is there really? Yeah. I didn't know there was going to be one. That's awesome. Looks like there's a film adaptation of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh boy. Um. Yeah. An Adams Family remake. Get this cast: Oscar Isaac, Charlize Theron, Chloe wow. Grace Moretz, Nick yes. Kroll, Bette Midler. What? what? Who's Who's Bette Midler playing? I don't know. Like I've got the others. Uh, I Bette think, Midler's uh, playing uh, Grandmama, uh, Morticia's oh, okay. mother. Well, Morticia's mother. Yeah. Okay, so probably more of a cameo. Uh, there's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out. Uh, the new ter- uh, there's a Charlie's Angels reboot and a new Terminator movie when Linda Hamilton comes back. Yeah, a new Kingsman movie coming out next year. Uh, yeah, that's that sounds about right. I mean, they 
fuck, they've got uh, you know a money print on their hands. Yeah. Jumanji three. Jumanji three. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I just saw this for next December. Uh, Cats. <laughs> Masters of the. Hold on, Masters of the Universe. What? I don't see that here. Where are you seeing that? Uh, I'm on ComingSoon.net, December 2019. So we'll see if it actually happens. Yeah. Oh, that'll be interesting if that uh, that actually happens. Is there, <laughs> is there a cast list at all? Nope, just uh, some one, two, three, four, five, six, seven screenwriters, two directors. Oh God! <laughs> Two thousand nineteen. Oh, it looks like it's animated. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, that still might be good. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think I think 2019 is going to be a better year for movies. Um, yeah. Well, we're going to kick it off nicely with Glass. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Actually, if my, nothing else. My girlfriend and I were talking about seeing Escape Room tomorrow. Okay, now you've done Escape Rooms. <clears throat> I've done one. And uh, this one's more Saw-esque, I guess, I, I guess. Oh, The Kid Who Would Be King. That might be interesting, too. And uh, I know this might not be up your alley, but uh, Cowboy Ninja Viking. Cowboy Ninja Viking? Yep. Based on the comic book series. Okay. Uh, yep. It began as a miniseries and then soon it got its own like ongoing title. Um, let's see. Is the creation of Dr. Sebastian Gislaine, a psychotherapist who recruits multiple personalities Multiple personality disorder patients to produce a unit of counterintelligence agents called triplets. But what happens when they all go out of control? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pratt's in it. I know you're not the hugest fan of his, but... I like Chris Pratt. I just don't like Star-Lord. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Yeah, so, uh, I mean, you're right. 2019 is looking really, really good. Jumanji 3. Yeah, Jumanji three. I'm looking forward to. Although, yeah, absolutely, because we got the same I, cast back. I, I, I think that's risky doing because they really hit lightning in a bottle there. I think trying to force a, a sequel out of that one could go a different way. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it's it, that it's could work against you. It could work against you, but we'll see. I think it's kind of one of those things like, well, we've made all the money from the first one, so kind of no harm, no foul, right? If the second one, I call it the second one because it's, you know, kind of rather divorced from the original now. Yeah. Um, Which is good, actually. But. Yeah, but because of that, it's, you know, I think it's got a chance. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to wrap wrap things up. um, Yeah, yeah. And just say that, uh, yeah, so thanks very much for joining us. We do uh, appreciate you coming along the drive. Yeah, thanks for listening in 2018. Yeah, and we'll look forward to a lot more shows 2019. Um, Who knows? Uh, I know we're going to get Scott White back on very soon. Uh, I know we're going to take a look at, um, like I said, the best of the worst from 2018. That should be fun over on Or Is It? And, yep, that's right. And you never know, we're going to try something new, uh, so stay tuned. Uh, of course, you can find us Canadian Movie Crew at Gmail. Uh, find us CanadianMovieCrew dot Email us at CanadianMovieCrew at Gmail dot com, and of course, find us on Facebook and Twitter at Can Movie Crew. Oh, there is one more thing I want to tease: potentially the return of Tex. Oh, really? 
She said she would come out of retirement for one movie and one movie only. That's true. That's a, so we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. That's all I'm going to say about that one. Okay. Well, there you go. All right, Mark. 2018, thanks very much for coming out. Oh, always a pleasure. Got to Can't wait to get the monkey suit off now. <laughs> <laughs> go hit the after party. Go hit the after party. There that's you right. Go. Uh, Which for me is Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Sean Taylor, guys. We'll see you next year.